Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone, welcome back, back again to Thanks for Coming. We're, of course, the most magically gay podcast that there ever was and ever will be. Yes, God. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are ya? <laughs> yes, we're back with another episode of All Stars. Not quite as dramatic this week, but it was still a pretty entertaining episode, I think. Yeah, we're starting to get to the like the end of the race for All-Stars 5. So we're starting to see all the queens bring out their good drag. Of course, we've got a little bit of drama that's doing, but it was a light episode, I thought. Yeah, I'm getting excited with it being, you know, the top five. I feel like all the queens left have something to show, and it's like, I don't know, it's going to be interesting how the next two shake out. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I'm just excited because it's almost over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'm excited to know who the winner is. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to know who wins and then it can just be over, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of drag race for a long stretch, but, you know, it is fun to get to that crown and see who the winner will be in the end. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, we are just going to go ahead and dive right into our honesty spill of the week this week here. So buckle up, buckaroos. We're about to get this race started. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are, of course, going to dive into episode six on this week's honesty spill of the week. Honey, there's a lot to get into. We're not going to waste any time. So at the top of the <laughs> show... Miss India Farah has gone home. She's gone. Bye, India. I know. So sad. (laughs) Someone is excited. I love those four H's. Yes, girl. Very excited over here. Bye, India, you fake ass bitch. All right. So. (laughs) Hey, now. I enjoyed India, so... Seth's opinion is not mine. <laughs> I like the four H's. What do you think about the four H's, Seth? Um, I don't know if they're all honest. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's like maybe three H's. <laughs> I don't know. Some one person had to like India Farah, and this... <laughs> On this podcast, it was Stony. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. We'll we'll get into it a little bit with the one point I have to talk about and untucked. But um, so after the elimination of India Farah, who is not in the competition any longer, um, she <laughs> Alexis says that she is embarrassed by the whole situation here, and she thought that India was her friend and is just very i guess embarrassed by the situation yeah Yeah. i think it's clear right now alexis would prefer to not be under anybody's spotlight she's just trying to do her good drag and get through the show but now she's kind of got this dark cloud looming over her she definitely got involved in the messiness of the season like she was she's kind of like one of the first queens that i don't know the strategy blew up in her face a little bit i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and maybe it wasn't even her strategy so it still blew up in her face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that, Shay says that she actually did almost go with eliminating Alexis. But, 
you know, even the idea of this whole campaigning thing, it wasn't really enough to send Alexis home yet. <laughs> yeah, I like that Shay is kind of still sharing with Alexis and the girls because really it's none of anybody's business how you're thinking about, you know, your game, right? Your true game. But um, Shay is showing like, hey, I'm still struggling with this, but I don't want to just send you home because you are a good competitor. So not yet, but also be careful. <laughs> I also think it was smart of Shay to kind of just be like, hey, bitch, like I had your life in my hands. Yes. So if you win like this week, you better remember that I saved you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Then they show the vote and everyone but India voted for India to go home. So Alexis is, you know, really just appreciative of the confidence in her that no one else voted for her to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this helped her feel a little better because she's been stressing about this. Yeah, a little bit better, but then they're all de-dragging and Alexis feels left out of the group because it's sort of like they break off into pairs to de-drag and then Alexis is all by herself. So she's feeling a little uh, FOMO. <laughs> uh, girl, well, I mean, go join them. I don't know. Like, it's a sticky situation. So I'm sure no one really knows how to feel. I don't think it's intentional. I honestly think she's just feeling like a little self-conscious about it all. Yes. Like, because, I mean, yeah, it is hard. Even if, like, we don't really know what happened for sure. But if even if she didn't do it, it sucks that, like, now she's kind of like, you know, the black sheep of the group because she's been associated with it. <laughs> right. And then, of course, you get the jump scare to Shay and her breastplate. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's the next day in the workroom. Um, we read India's lipstick message that uh, is very pointed, like we talked about at the beginning. I don't know. I guess I don't know if she's just playing the game, like where she just wants everyone to talk about her, like what Jujubee said, or I just or if she's trying to vindicate herself. I don't know. I mean, if this all is a big fabrication, she's really like going down with the ship, or like. I don't know how you want to phrase it because she's not getting off of this if this is fake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever really know for sure unless like WoW releases the damn tapes, which I still don't understand how they don't have this on camera somewhere. Yeah. Um, But whatever. (laughs) Because maybe it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) We'll see. I guess maybe... So there's no mini challenge this week. So we're getting right into the maxi challenge. And this week, the girls are invited to the Charles family backyard ball. They will have to create a play cousin persona to crash the barbecue. And then (laughs) later, they have to make an outfit out of materials typically seen laying around your family's messy ass backyard barbecue. This was a fun category. I was excited to see what would come down the runway and just the characters we would get to see because all the queens have pretty different backgrounds. So lots of lots of options and potential here with this one. Yes, I love a good design challenge. And I like that, you know, this is we're getting multiple looks this week. So with a little Mm -hmm. commentary. So it's definitely a fun challenge. Yes, it's, you know, finally time they gave them a design challenge. In All-Stars, I feel like that is not typical, but this was a really fun idea. So, Michelle, tell them what materials they'll be using. (laughs) (laughs) Trash. Your stay includes a three-night 
four-day visit to St. <laughs> Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Let me out of this country. All right. So <laughs> The COVID in. <laughs> yeah, you get to stay at the COVID in, girl. <laughs> so the girls, they break off to brainstorm and create their outfits. And Shay is helping everybody. <laughs> She's really like drag coach in this moment. Like, and how... I would feel like I would do the same thing. Like you want to be nice. It's not like you're helping them piece together their entire outfit, just kind of pushing them down a certain direction. I thought it was really sweet of Shay to take the time to help them. Yeah. And I, it was just, I don't know. It also just shows like how, I don't know how much better. I don't want to say better. I don't know if that's the right word, but just like at the other level that Shay is like, she's just at another level than anyone else. I feel like, She's a woman of the people yes. and she's very emotionally intelligent and she can connect and, you know, relate to almost everyone. It's like, just give her the damn crown already. <laughs> right? She's showing that she's the queen of the people. She's been doing a really good job throughout the competition. Uh, she's helping her fellow competitors. You know, it's a good look, you know, for the winner. I like it, Queen Shay. Yes. So then, um, I guess India left an Easter egg hunt for some of her, <laughs> for some of the contestants to find. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I'm like, I how did they excited. just now? They're like, oh, here's this note. I know. That I'm was like, super delayed, right? I'm just yeah. like, okay, did like, wow, just be like, India, write these notes so we can like drop it off in the workroom. <laughs> like it was just like the most fake ass like, oh, I found this note. Yeah. <laughs> Blair was like, oh, India left me this straw hat in her cheapest jewelry. <laughs> What should <laughs> this is so exciting? Yeah, we've been in the workroom for hours and I never saw it until just now. I saw a like look, Mardi Gras beads in there. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, it was a mess. But yeah, so she got a letter, uh Shay got a letter, and Alexis got a letter, but Jujubee didn't get a letter but she's determined to find it. <laughs> she is looking for it, but poor Juju is left out this time. Yeah. yeah, she did she did not like that. <laughs> it was funny when she like read the letter and it's like, "Dear Alexis, <laughs> you are such a bitch." <laughs> I'm so shocked that you're still in the competition. <laughs> Juju B is so funny. She was cracking me up this episode like multiple times. So, yeah, Juju was great. Um <laughs> So then RuPaul comes in to make sure that everyone's crying and she wants to win Emmys. <laughs> She's this is the emotional round this episode. Yeah, that was a it was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of crying. I didn't yeah. even know RuPaul could cry. She's feeling more connected these days, maybe. Maybe that estrogen is finally kicking in for her. <laughs> <laughs> she can empathize with people more. Maybe, but oh my gosh, I completely forgot how close Shay's father and big sister passed away like within 30 days of each other yeah that was I didn't I don't think I even knew that maybe I remember it happening pretty close but I felt like maybe it was a little more than a month I was like devastated all over again for her yeah I, I really like that moment of Shay talking to Rue about that yeah it was just really nice to see her story like it's such a bummer that her dad never got to see her on drag race like even her first season yeah so that's crazy and i mean i'm sure her dad's still proud of her but you know i think she's probably missing out on that moment like 
a lot of other girls have had. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, you know, how RuPaul likes to play name games. So she calls her <laughs> Shea Butter Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did pick up on that. Yeah. Shea Butter Kool-Aid. So I thought of names for you guys, like if I was coming to do the table visits. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, God. So we have uh, Jamal of America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Stony Baloney. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yay. These are funny. <laughs> New Twitter handles. Watch yes. out. <laughs> I was like, RuPaul is dumb. But then I was like, okay, for the pod, I just have to put myself in the mind of RuPaul and just like think that this is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I like it. That's fun. <laughs> All right. So then uh, Ru talks to Shay. We you know, discussed that. But also, she gets to Jujubee's table. And Jujubee was talking about how her mom like left her family and they the kids got like split up she um juju went with the aunt i think she said and then yes the other two children went into foster care yeah that was another like sad story too you hate to hear families being pulled apart that way when definitely it could have been prevented who knows what their mom was going through but um you know that's that was tough to hear about juju b yeah definitely and uh, she also talked about getting sober, leaving her longtime partner, and Rue gives her the advice to lean on her friends for support. Yeah, I thought that that was um, that said a lot about Juju too as a person because um, most people would tell you to stay in a relationship or to stay in something because you've been doing it for a certain amount of years or period of time, but to start over and completely refresh, I think it takes more guts to do something like that for sure. I was wondering because she didn't say it, but I was wondering if this implied that her partner that she was with was like a bad influence with the drugs and drinking. I immediately thought that as well, because, um, you know, clearly if you're with someone as like a life partner, they would want to be with you on that journey. So it sounds like they were probably part of the issue for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's it has to be difficult when you're a drag queen, like working in clubs. Like I couldn't even imagine the amount of like drugs and alcohol that you see and that you're exposed to so it's amazing like she's can be like sober right Mm -hmm. i'm really proud of her too like i don't know if she was using at the time of of her season three or in all stars one but it's nice to see her have clarity she said it helped her to like find a little bit more of herself Mm -hmm. so that's great i'm happy for jujube and i hope she continues on her journey to find happiness same best wishes juju we love you so then we enter a strange segment and basically (laughs) um cracker goes up to blair to ask her what is her look going to be like um because we did not see that in the table visit so Uh (laughs) um blair's like yeah um basically whenever i go to um barbecues everyone's like talks about how like great i look and all my fashion and they're like really excited about that so I want to like kind of recreate that in my dress today. (laughs) And then, and then Cracker goes into like a talking head. Uh, Well, actually first, even while, while she's saying this, Cracker's just sitting there like completely disinterested and just brushing her hair. Like, I don't think she even looked at Blair. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. You could just tell, yeah, Cracker was not interested or was maybe slightly annoyed with what Blair was going on about. I don't know if they, the producers pushed her over into this conversation. It seems like that, maybe based on how disinterested she was. I mean, they've been annoyed with each other, so it's like it's all starting to come to a head. That's true. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is a weird conversation we should maybe have is like Blair and Cracker's relationship because they're just like, don't, I mean. They're like sisters who just like are always in an argument or a fight. Yeah. Well, because at the end too, Blair's like, oh, like I thought we were friends, but I don't know. Like, I just need to be here. But it's like, weren't you the bitch at the beginning of the season talking mad shit about Cracker with Mayhem? That and also Cracker wasn't doing anything wrong, which you'll get into that discussion later. But based on report cards, sweetie, you deserve to be where you were. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. And they're all like season 10 queens too, right? So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like season 10, like the sisterly love was not there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it was, girl. Uh, So yeah, then we cut to the talking head and Cracker's like, oh my God, Blair, like you're so fucking annoying. Your outfit's (laughs) shit. I hope you trip on the runway. (sighs) good luck bitch <laughs> i was like wait where did this come from like you started the conversation why are you acting annoyed when you got an answer to your question <laughs> right i don't know it's just like something about we, they, we there's more tea like something's missing like, this cracker i don't know what's going why on are they her. acting this way with each other like we there's something we don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe they like hooked up and it went wrong or something i don't know but um yeah it's a very strange dynamic and yeah moving on (laughs) (laughs) so now it's time for some barbecue crashing who do you guys think did the best oh my gosh ggb was so funny her entrance with that dramatic ass hat hi sorry i'm late i didn't want to (laughs) come that was perfect (laughs) loved it um Um, it was simple and cute yeah and i also liked when she was like oh like my name is ping but my family calls me like er amber amber (laughs) i'm just like oh my god because like i've working i've worked with like several people like that are asian and they like this is so bad that they do this in like consulting firms and stuff but like they would basically give them like an americanized version of their name i worked with this guy named eddie and it's like that's not his name yeah but it was just like i don't know it just cracked me up that she was just like playing off of that (laughs) yeah i wonder if like i don't know i wonder if people like trip out like if you're in that situation your name is like you're going by a more americanized name like what you were saying like what Uh if you just like forget you're like oh shoot i am i'm eddie oh yeah (laughs) yeah right i did enjoy miss crackers a lot that was funny she just looked like she just crawled out of somebody's woods or a bush and was about to (laughs) cast a spell on you and steal your cheetos i don't know which would happen (laughs) first um and shea coulee hit the nail on the head with that look because i swear if you look at any image and challenge me on this look at any image of a black reunion bitch and there is somebody's face on a fucking t-shirt <laughs> um you know rest in peace lil pookie whoever grandma Medea. like there's somebody's <laughs> face on a t-shirt someone always died it's someone's always dead and they're on your yes. shirt now forever yeah you've got the matching family shirts like the t-shirts you get made or you've got those like somebody's face is on the (laughs) t-shirt i cannot tell you how many times i've seen like that (laughs) image so when she came out 
I was like, yeah, because like, I mean, I, you know, grew up in Virginia. So mm-hmm. um, down in the South, you know, it worked at a movie theater and I would always see like, and sometimes Jamal, like what Jamal was saying, there would be like families, like black families. And it's always like <laughs> RIP, like whoever. And it's like everyone has the same shirt on. And yes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Uh, see, I'm the fucked That's up funny. one because I'm like, I'm not wearing that, but thank you. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to wear it just because I don't want to match everybody, but no disrespect to the dead. That's exactly why I can't match everyone. <laughs> I really liked Blair's look and yeah. I liked that it was an ode to like Indianapolis 500 and like... Even though Michelle called it Daytona yeah, 500. It was definitely... No, she called it Gaytona. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> But yeah, it was definitely a reference to like the snake pit in Indianapolis, Indy 500. Mm -hmm. The monologue wasn't that great. I felt like Blair was kind of over explaining her joke or something a lot of times, but I thought the look was really fun. I think Blair's artiste on the monologue is getting like the best of her. The look was spot on. That was totally like some shit we'd see across the tracks where we used to live. Yeah. Like you don't understand. I don't think the listeners understand how many women in Indiana have that haircut? Not exaggerated at all. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. And I don't mean across the tracks in the snooty way. I mean, that's because that's where the speedway is. <laughs> and definitely their name is Darlene, and they definitely are smoking cigarettes. Yeah, and drinking <laughs> heavily. <laughs> heavily, bitch. <laughs> yes, that was really great. Alexis, I don't know. This was kind of a, I mean, okay i guess like the dress was just so plain but she needs to burn that red wig that does not look good on her it doesn't look good on anybody needs to burn i think that's where i checked out because i was really into like that very first look that she came out in it was very like that high energy loud very extra cousin and then we get into this cha-cha story that i don't think was really necessary and you don't have to change your wig for that you can just maybe do cha-cha moves i don't know do more cha-cha moves instead of worrying about taking off this wig to a shitty reveal. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely thought it was fun. I just, I didn't, yeah, like it was just, there's a lot going on. And I mean, I have no doubt like Alexis probably knows this girl that was at the cookout. But, oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was, it was fine. It just wasn't as funny as some of the others. Right. I think this is just kind of like illustrating the pressure that Alexis feels she's under. Yes. Because, yes. you know, she, like she said, she feels like the girls are gunning for her. And, she, and if you, if you're not the winner, then you're up for elimination. So I think she thought she was going to do a wig reveal and everyone was going to gag over it. Yeah. And I think really in the end, the wig reveal choice was probably what took everybody out of the story because it was like what are we doing here or like do like another color but the same length maybe i don't know the hair wasn't really good with the outfit no (laughs) if there was like different hair the reveal might have worked is what i'm saying right and also i want to know if all the people that were on the stage at the barbecue were all related to rue or if it was just like the two sisters and then like some extras she did say niece and nephew yeah i think it was sisters and then niece and nephew like i believe yeah okay and then i think it was extras i saw the pit crew sprinkled yeah, in there too. I did too yeah make it look a little bit more full <laughs> it's like oh my gosh they're wearing clothing weird i didn't even recognize them <laughs> 
All right, you guys. So I think at this point we will just take a quick little breaky break, and then we'll be be blah, blah, and then we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> with the runway. See you, girly, soon. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, ready to get into the runway. Let's do it. This was another um, fun category. Lots of um, potential to go fun places here. Yes, I love like we already talked about the design challenge, but it's always interesting to see, especially with like a top five, because these queens are more polished. (laughs) Theoretically. (laughs) <laughs> yes theoretically Sony's like we'll leave it there they're more polished yeah so it's time for the runway and the category is backyard ball eleganza um so let's go ahead and talk about the looks we can uh let's first talk about ms cracker Miss Cracker was really, really chic. I like this look a lot. I like the use of materials and it's the way it blended. Like it wasn't too much. It was just right. It was a really, really good look. Yeah, I I really liked her. She did a good job of um, making it all come together. It didn't look like it was cheap in any way. Like it didn't look like she was just gluing shit on there. It looked like you can buy it, right? Yeah. At a store. Yeah. So I really... I really liked hers. I thought hers looked really pretty high fashion because, you know, just with the fascinator, it was like a monochromatic look. It was made very well. And I feel like also, too, she had no brows painted. So I feel like when you do that, that's like a high fashion thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Very, very um, high fashion indeed. Yeah, I liked her look a lot. Very solid. Um, next, let's get into Jujubees. <laughs> what did you guys think? Was it a toot or a boot? Um, I thought it was cute. Like I, I would give it a toot just because of the way all the colors came together and the style of it. Did it have, was it rough around the edges? Yes. But we know that Juju is not a sewing queen. So for not being able to sew, like she did a decent job. Yeah, I would say it's definitely a two. I think like with Juju, I'm never expecting anything like, I don't know, just out of the box completely with her. Like it was a very basic dress, but she put like, you know, the watermelons and like the watermelon purse was cute. Like I thought overall it was it was a cute look and it was just safe. I know Michelle mentioned like the seaming issues on the side, but like Juju is one of those Queens that can just like get away with being like, bitch, I can't. sew," and then everyone laughs. So yeah, (laughs) I hate this challenge. Uh (laughs) Yeah. I think this is like kind of a quintessential Jujubee look though as well. I feel like typically she wears a lot of bright colors um so that reminded me a lot of her and i thought it was a really interesting idea to cut the watermelons out of a um like a a floor mat and make that into a design that was really interesting yeah that gave the dress texture that's you know those pieces are what elevated enough to help her stick around definitely all the colors just they just go really well together even with the wig it all blends really well so Mm -hmm. i mean not like 
a super flashy eleganza look, but very solid. Yes, very, very, very chic juju. Yes. Uh, so next we have Blair. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I heard the very complex um, description of what was going to be happening with this dress. Um, I don't think it looked bad. Um, I do think it was just a safe look. Yeah, I think I understand what she was like going for. And I think for the most part, she pulled it off. I just think it was like, I don't know. It just, it was hard to do something like that and not get in the danger zone of it being like a little like rushed, rushed and just not. I don't know what the word is to use, but it just didn't look polished enough. I think like it just looked like some of it was like a little rough around the edges. I like guess maybe it needed some more time because it was falling apart by the time she got off the runway. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like this look just to me, it's so ugly. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like a lot of clashing patterns and colors, this weird sort of like side skirt. I didn't really feel, feel eleganza here it did feel a little heavy i think where she messed up with the skirt specifically was she wanted to weigh it down but i think she weighed it down too much like maybe use half of the amount of trim i think would have made it pop and give it a little more life i also felt like a little bit like it was kind of like the colors were light pastel and she's like you know just a pale person in general so it kind of like washed out her like skin tone so I think maybe that was part of the problem too. Tim Burton princess. Yeah, but her her face makeup was great and her wig was it nice. Was. Yeah, like yeah. makeup, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. I love that wig. I don't. I don't care what Michelle says. I have to disagree respectfully this time. <laughs> I thought it looked dry. I don't know. <laughs> it's wet and wild. <sighs> All right. So next up we have Shea Coulee. What did you guys think here? Um, I thought that this was a cool concept. Probably another safe look for me. Um, I do like that it kind of stuck out on its own, kind of giving the bride kind of story. And, you know, lots of fun underneath, lots of skin. Love the chaps. Yeah, I, I also thought it was kind of a safe look, but definitely like insane safe. It just wasn't like my favorite, but the amount of like design work she put into it, like yeah. you could tell like she knows what the fuck she's doing and like yeah. it just she did a really good job of putting it all together. Definitely. Uh, I do like the idea of it a lot. It The construction was a little bit messy, but I mean, you saw that like in the workroom, she was like, I have a lot of sewing to do and it mm-hmm. kind of shows. Yeah. But yeah, the concept's really great. I liked the idea of like the, um, the lighter blue, the, like the two different blue checkers, like somehow that worked together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah i was i was really hoping for like a like something on the level of season nine in that construction worker outfit she did but i don't know how you can really top that like that's yeah. basically pretty amazing so. yes <laughs> that was iconic yeah but yeah i i would agree a safe look definitely not bad at all not a not a boot not a bottom look so mm-hmm. and her face was beat as well i love shay's makeup like every week definitely yeah she looked great i um i don't know i'm still kind of like jury's still out on the like the net thing the netting (laughs) around her head (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't like her veil (laughs) i don't know like i can't decide if i like it or not so i just always keep staring at it because it's just like (laughs) 
It's like it's like she was like this beautiful fish in the sea and they just caught her. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still waiting for like I farm to table. I need to see like very soon. Like I need Shay to come out with like some big ass like bright neon hair that's just like huge and just like stomp down the runway. Like I just want to see it so bad. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> you know it's coming. She has been wearing a lot of black hair. Is that her signature? I don't know cuz when I think of or her I always hair? think of like neon, like bright neon hair. Yeah, so her this house, season we've been getting a little bit different. Uh-huh. Her house tends to wear those like cotton candy neon colors. Well, she did have that neon yellow for the the bug look, the uh-huh. reveals. Yeah. So that That's was true. good. I like that look. <laughs> All right, so last, I think but not least is Alexis Mateo. What did you guys think of her outfit? Did it make you wet? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I thought I got very heavy memories of beer pong looking at this dress. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good idea. I thought it looked good. The only tweak I would have had was maybe like let the pool hang a little lower. So the shape of um, where it sat underneath the dress wasn't so distracting. I think that threw off the judges a little bit because in the end, I did think it was a gorgeous gown. Like the detail she put into that was very good. Yeah. I thought it was a it was a pretty gown. I think the swimming pool at the bottom, I thought that's a cool concept and it was really cool, but I don't know. I felt like there was just something off with it. It just kind of made it like awkward as she was walking down the runway. It kind of reminded me of like Kind's like bell bottoms on <laughs> Canada's drag race. Yes, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> or maybe she should have had the front exposed and like had some red in the back to like maybe give some kind of image with that pool yeah i think she yeah. should have just cut the pool idea like i understand she thought she was like gonna get praise because she used like all these different things uh-huh. if she had able to cut the pool taking a little bit of time to um embellish the dress a little bit more it would have been so much better yeah i have to agree with you on that we could not we could be okay without the pool definitely but i mean I don't know. It definitely wasn't one of the stronger looks, but I do like the idea of all the cut-up cups. That was really cool. So we find out that the winner of this maxi challenge is none other than Ms. Cracker. Congratulations. I told y'all Ms. Cracker was coming up. Like She just needed to sit in her feelings for a little bit and get back into the game. Yeah, this is definitely her challenge where she can be a little goofy and just you know, come out there and (laughs) just be the troll that she is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like this challenge was made for her, like being funny, like writing a script, that sort of thing. Yeah. She did great. It was, it was really awesome to see her win. And I think it's really funny, her strategy where like she doesn't talk in the workroom. So she doesn't piss off any of the girls. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, That that made me laugh. She's like, yeah, that was funny. I don't want it to, like the 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 heat's off me right now, so I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> that was I know great. that's right. Um, so the rest of the girls are in the bottom. Uh, so then, of course, you know they go back to deliberate. A, they decide. Well, Ms. Cracker sort of decides that it is between Alexis and Blair because they're the queens that have no wins yet. She's playing by scorecard. And then, um, yeah, like what we were talking about earlier, Blair's like, I thought we were friends. Like, how would you even consider voting me off? And I'm like, this is a competition. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that 
Ms. was making any wrong thought about the situation. If she's going based on report cards, sorry, like Blair, you are kind of on the bottom, which sucks, but is it friendship or is it going to be what all the queens want to do, which is stick to report cards, or at least they say they want to do right on the show? Right. And you can't like sit there and bitch about Alexis, like wanting to vote Shay out because of her friendships with the other queens and then turn around and be like, don't vote me out because I'm your friend. Like, no, girl, you can't have it both ways. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So then we find out who the lip sync assassin is. Uh, none other than Mystic and Juicy, Roxy Andrews. And she's here to make it clear. Yes. Hello, Roxy. Um, I've seen a lot of Roxy's performances online. And um, I don't know if she qualifies as like a lip sync assassin on Drag Race, but she can turn it out on a stage. So I think this counts. Well, to be fair, she did lip sync her way through All Stars too. Oh, you're absolutely right. So that is true. she survived a lot of lip syncs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wasn't thinking about all stars. You're right. I mean, yeah. And she obviously like turned it out this lip sync. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just the power of like her performance, like how she just had, I don't know. Like we don't see that a lot. Just, you know, a lot of times on the lip syncs now, it's just like, Oh, who can do like the most death drops or like crazy stunts. But she's just like, I'm going to come out here and do like, a couple reveals and make everyone go crazy. <laughs> it's right. so Roxy's style, but it's very like cabaret. So she knows how to keep your attention without doing very much. Right. Roxy's a pageant queen too. So she knows how to bring an outfit that's going to slay. And this is like in, in, in one small like encapsulation, this is what we're missing on all stars five. <laughs> yes like yeah. she, she was only in there for a, a lip sync and already she looked great um she had a, like really clever reveals that weren't like forced and mm-hmm. just laid a lip sync i mean none of the girls are bringing outfits like this none of them well maybe yeah. shay the shay one with the roses that was pr- that i think we could say that was but, pretty top tier right but overall we're not getting outfits like roxy's I mean, I love this look so much. Show like, remember going into the finale for All Stars two? Roxy was like, "Oh, no way, she's winning because she's nothing compared to these other girls." And then you bring her on All Stars five, and you're like, "Holy shit, Roxy is amazing!" I just think it shows like how amazing All Stars two was. The fact that Roxy was a bottom tier like finalist, (laughs) right? Everyone was mad that she was there and being saved the whole time. But look, like she even built from all stars too she's built up even more than that she yes has a sickening who framed roger rabbit look i mean she has really great looks so this is this is the energy that i've been missing in all stars (laughs) yeah and i mean i loved how it was all red i love that it was kind of roxy's signature because she's gonna give you skin and oh my gosh the final reveal just took me out and i was just like in love (laughs) I was like, this is everything. This is an iconic moment right here. Like, it was so fun to witness. Yes, she had thick and juicy plastered right across her butt. <laughs> yes, I saw cheeks on, fully exposed. Fully exposed. Um, and I saw on Twitter today, she's like, wow, my DMs are full this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I think people liked what wow. they saw. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they did. I mean, she looked fucking hot. It was great yes so excellent lip sync uh let's see here 
do 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 do. Um, all right. So I feel like uh, this is kind of like a, a separate conversation, but Cracker in the lip sync did change outfits. This is kind of a hard tw- uh, turn in, in plot point. Sorry, everyone, but we're <laughs> we're talking about Cracker's little uh, Leo stretch leotard moment. And at this oh, moment, yeah. I really realized how influenced that Ms. Cracker has been by Lady Gaga because last season, or I'm sorry, last episode, she went played her for Snatch Game. The the red look that she won with for the maxi challenge reads Lady Gaga. Like you could totally see her wearing something like that with no eyebrows. Yeah, or completely bleached mm-hmm. eyebrows. Yep. And then this leotard is something like you would see her in at a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are right on that. So I just thought that was really interesting. I was like, wow. And like, you know, with the hair design and everything like that too, she just looked is very, very much channeling Gaga this week. Yeah, I can see it. All right. So we find out that the winner of the lip sync is, of course, Roxy Andrews. Yeah, there's no way she wasn't taking that lip sync. (laughs) I do have to give Cracker credit, though, because from the last lip sync to this lip sync, it was a lot better. Um, She was not Mm -hmm. flipping all over the stage, flip flopping all over. She did a really good job of like lip syncing. Yeah, she gave us some footwork in there. I thought she did a good job. Greed. Yes, girl. Um, So, Roxy Andrews reveals that the queen going home this week is Alexis Mateo. (sighs) It was a tough fight, Alexis, but it's your time. Yeah, it was just time for her to go. I think she had just been too messy this season, and it was just like, oh, let's just let Alexis go. She hasn't won anything, so... (laughs) she hasn't won anything this is maybe controversial but this to me was blair's week to go home so alexis Mm. has been doing really well like i i think i would say she's been doing better than blair i mean i'd have to agree with you there you know when you think about it like truly who's turning out like the energy and kind of what the judges are looking for alexis has kind of always been on the top when it comes to those two I think, yeah, I I think if you look at just total, like, report card, I think Blair should have went. However, if I am one of the queens that's remaining on the show, I want Alexis to go because, like, Alexis would probably do something really good in the next episode. So, like, she's more of a threat to, like, actually come out and actually win, Mm -hmm. whereas Blair, we don't really know with her. (laughs) Right, yeah, I mean... Um, Blair has been really serving on the runways, but in the challenges, she hasn't really been there as strong. Um, I feel like Alexis has been strong in both challenges and on the runway. So I don't know. I just love Alexis Mateo so much. It was really a bummer to see her go, especially since she like almost this is basically like the same as her last time on All Stars and All Stars one where she makes it like right before the finale and then she's out. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I feel really bad for Alexis, but I think she served a lot of sickening looks and I really hope that she does. I hope she sees this as a positive experience. I think she will in the end because, um, you know, Alexis is going through her own journey too as an individual. So I think that she has a lot to look forward to and being reintroduced to the world for a third time. I think it's going to be really good for her. And I have a feeling, you know, down the road, whether it's on a show or something else related to Drag Race, we'll see 
Alexis. Yeah, like maybe if they do a celebrity drag race too, they can bring her back to be like one of the judges or mentors. Yeah, like one of those types of projects or she pops up for like a mini challenge or something. Yes, or if they feature her throughout a whole entire all-star season like Stacey Lane Matthews. (laughs) (laughs) Or fucking Broccoli. (laughs) Yeah, sexy Broccoli. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, well, so that was the episode. So let's go ahead and check in with Stoney about what's going on in the Fantasy League. Yes, points. Yes, so uh, I'm still alive with my Miss Cracker pick. So (laughs) Um, this episode, after... All the wins for Miss Cracker. She did not win the lip sync. So after six full episodes, um, I am still in last place with 125 points. Oh, no. Jamal's in second place with Uh, 145. Gosh. And Seth is in first with 200. Wow. I didn't realize I was winning both Canada and All-Stars. She's trying to take both crowns. You are. I hate you so much. <laughs> Love you, sis. <laughs> Stoney has never won one of our drafts. I, oh, I yeah. haven't. Well, there's still time. Wait, so I have 200. Where's Jamal at again? 145. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jamal has a better chance, I guess, than you do. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on who wins the show. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Shay's probably winning and you have Shay, so. <laughs> I hope so. But it is interesting because I have Miss Cracker. That's my only queen. So Jamal is basically down to Juju B, and you're down to Blair and Shay. So, I mean, it could very well work out that Blair goes home next, and we're all we all have one queen left. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you guys stay tuned. Again, super happy to be winning this week. Just go ahead and crown me. (laughs) All right. Now, remember to go to thanksforcomingpodcast.com. We have a huge link. You can't miss it. You can check the fantasy scores. Yes. You can see more about the categories and things like that. Plus other fun things like uh, pictures of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe some photos, cast photos. Yes, girl. Um, All right. So let's go ahead and get into Untucked. If this is the part where you leave the show, thanks for coming. If you would like to hear about Untucked, it's going to be real short. So we will get this over with in a gif. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of this Untucked was just sort of the queens rehashing what happened in the episode. So we're not going to put you through that. So the one thing that I did think that was interesting to talk about was on Alexis's exit, she says, India ruined this competition for herself and for Alexis. Mm. So it like really puts a bad, like, you know, cast a cloud over India, I think. I mean, it really does. And it's still kind of like, okay, who do you believe? But I feel like um, Alexis seems more genuinely like hurt and hates that this was even a thing on the season. So I'm anxious to get to the reunion to figure out what exactly happens. I want to see a cat fight. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely, she's not wrong. Like India did kind of like India coming into it. We kind of from her season three, we kind of like thought she was a bitch, like just based off her edit or however she acted on season three, but honey, I don't know. Like she didn't really like change anything from the season because like she fought with like so many queens and it's just like she's always involved in drama so it's like 
do you really trust somebody like that? I don't know. I've been following some, um, trying to interact more on Facebook with some drag race groups and the majority of people in those groups seem to side with Alexis. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, to me, I think India thought she's like, Oh, like this is my new story arc where like, I'm this like happy person. Like I'm, you know, in a better place now, but it just felt like such a charade, like a, a facade. Like she's still like that, that sort of like, ugliness that we saw from season three still feels like it's bubbling under the surface yeah i feel like the longer they let it drag out too like the worse it gets for india because alexis has kind of had like the same kind of tone and standing firm in what she's saying as well and she seems more hurt by it so i tend to like believe that more if i'm just a human viewer Right. I don't know. It's hard to know, of course, but I mean, it just really because it it casts a bad look on India because, you know, we don't know if it's true. They didn't even show it. Maybe it's not even on camera. So it's really a he said, she said. Mm -hmm. So even if India is right, she still looks bad because there's no proof that she's right. So it just looks like she's trying to talk crap on Alexis to save herself and then now it like it makes her look bad because there's no confirmation whether she's right or not and then it makes alexis look bad because that's in the minds of all the rest of the comp the competitors they're like well we mm-hmm. have to vote her out now because we don't know where she's at so and yeah. it kind of fucked it didn't even not didn't even ruin just her experience she ruined alexis's experience yeah no i agree with you totally i think I it'll be interesting too now that alexis is in vegas like I'm sure like this is obviously filmed a while ago, but it's just interesting to me. Like, did they reconcile it all or is it just like now they're like Vegas rivals? Alexis and Derek Barry are going to be super close. Definitely. (laughs) And from what I can see, Alexis and India do not follow each other on social media. Okay. So I think we can just take our answer from that. (laughs) And we saw alexis on her outro anyway she's like bitch i'm 40 and i can't say i blame her like i'm not about to chase anybody around for your friendship you're there you're not and we'll get past it or we won't but i'm gonna be okay exactly (laughs) i just feel so bad (laughs) i just feel like we need to start like the hashtag justice for alexis because oh shit (laughs) i don't know i just feel like she had so much more but got like bogged down by all of this drama and so i don't know i'm just sad to see her go really Mm mm-hmm All right, you guys. Well, that's been another fun week for All Stars. Of course, like and subscribe. You can listen to us on any platform and review us on any platform. And don't forget to tell a friend because sharing is caring. Yes, we love a five-star rating. Thank you in advance. Remember, we go live on um, Fridays before the show, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. West Coast people, you guys over there. Um, come hang out with us. There's no time limit. We just kind of see where the chat goes and we log off before the show starts. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode of All Stars. But until then, bye. Bye. Bye.